everyone. Thank you for joining us for the very first, a very special afternoon update for Armchair Agents here with Earn and Skirt. Earn, tell us the exciting news of this afternoon. Okay, so if you remember a while ago, we did a case called Little Miss Nobody. And today they announced that they actually discovered who she was through DNA ah! analysis. So we are going to reveal her name and her identity. And we got to listen to information from her nephew who supplied DNA and kind of helped to push her case along to determine if Little Miss Nobody was actually his aunt. And I think we should mention that this information came to us through a Facebook Live from the Yavapai County Sheriff's Office. So they had a couple members of their department there. They had a lady from NamUs. They had Ray, who was her nephew that Ern mentioned before. And oh, oh, and a DNA guy from the company DNA that helped him with this. Yeah. The DNA guy was funny too. I thought the sheriff was also funny. They were all cute and excited. They were all very excited to finally have a little bit of closure. So Ern, who is Little Miss Nobody? Little Miss Nobody is actually Sharon Gallegos. And ah! if you remember in our episode, we pronounced it Gallegos. Yeah, sorry. Two white girls from Wisconsin. Sorry. Yeah, now we know Gallegos. Now we know. Double L. Got it. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Sharon, she was taken 10 days before Little Miss Nobody. Wow. Before she was found. Sharon was taken on July 21st of 1960. She was four years old. She was almost five years old. Oh, yeah. The distance between the two locations was about eight hours. And so if you remember from our episode, we had talked about Sharon and we said she was a potential person who could match Little Miss Nobody. But basically the funeral director who did the analysis of her body determined that she was seven to nine years old and Sharon was only four years old. So that took her, that is really the thing that took her out of the running. The detectives basically said, you know, now they have specialists who do that kind of analysis mm-hmm. because it's such an intricate work. They don't have a run-of-the-mill funeral director. Yeah, good point. able to do that. Right, that wouldn't be a funeral director doing that today. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, so they said back then that was pretty typical, mm-hmm. but there wasn't a lot of training. So it really was just a mistaken analysis of her remains yeah. that made it so hard to identify her. They did a good job of explaining that the anthropological testing done, which was like the measuring of bones and examining her skull, it's just like, it's not even necessarily that he did a bad job. It's more that just like that information isn't as specific as it obviously needs to be. Like the DNA guy talked about how that like DNA has hundreds of thousands of test points where that anthropological analysis, AKA looking at it, Oh, you get like seven, right? Right. So her case isn't closed because this is just one more piece in the puzzle. They did give a shout out to us internet sleuths. I heard it. I was like, your yes. agents among us. They yeah. said, you know, keep up the good work because without people caring about Little Miss Nobody and carrying yeah. on her case and telling her story, she never would have had her story resolved in this way. Yeah, yeah. we could finally give her her name back, which is awesome because again, Little Miss Nobody is the worst Jane Doe name. Guys, really sad. Yeah. heartbreaking. In other heartbreaking news, let me, I know you gotta, gotta run Earn. it's a quick afternoon update. I just wanna touch on two things that Ray said yeah. that warmed my heart. They asked, it seemed like there were a lot of 
older people at the press conference. I don't know if you noticed that. There I was did. a lot of elderly voices in the crowd, so I wonder if it was like people who were there. People who were there, I should say, in 1960 when this happened. But one of them asked Ray, what are we going to do with Sharon now? And she said, like, it would be hard for Prescott to let go of her. And he talked about, you know, oh, you know, Sharon's brother is still alive. He lives in Germany, so I'm going to have to Zoom with him. And, like, we'll figure out what we want to do. But, you know, he said, at least we want to get her a headstone with her correct name and birthday on it. But what absolutely broke my heart was when he, they, like, he talked about how his family didn't know the story of Little Miss Nobody. It didn't sound like they had ever heard of her. So when they just found out this news last Friday, they looked up the story of Little Miss Nobody and saw how the city of Prescott, or what they said on the Facebook Live, Prescott. Uh, (laughs) And I liked that. I was like, ooh, Prescott, and I wrote it down. Um, How that city really pulled together for her and how they really cared for her. And Ray said, and I quote, thank you for keeping my aunt safe and never forgetting her. And my heart fell out. And you could hear the lady holding her phone, Facebook live stream, and it go. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I totally understand, lady. Me too. Me too. It was very, very sweet. Yeah. So great job, Yavapai County Sheriff's Office. Thank you for live streaming it for all of our nerds out there like us. Thank you, Vern, for bringing this story to yeah. attention. I was so, I was interested when you brought it up. I was like, all right, really old Jane Doe case. Like, that's a twist. And never, never, ever would I would have thought that this was the one, the first one we're going to get an update on. And I couldn't be more pleased. We got an update. Yeah. And so, like, continuing her case, so kind of updating more of what they're going to be looking into next, is that they think that Sharon was taken by two people, an older couple, not Mm -hmm. old, old, but like middle-aged couple, who had been hanging around the town for like five days before she was taken. Isn't that Yeah, she actually had an encounter with them. Yeah. And she told her mom she didn't feel comfortable like going to the store anymore alone because of this couple who was asking questions, like went to her church and asked questions about her at the church and went to the neighbor and asked questions about her and her mom to the neighbor. And so one of Sharon's cousins who was playing with her when she was taken remembers that there was two other kids in the car. It was a 1951 to 1952 blue Plymouth Dodge. And they said that they remembered specifically seeing a light face freckled little boy. So that is kind of their next place, assuming that the people who actually took Sharon have passed away by now. Right. right. But the little boy could still be alive. There's Mm -hmm. a pretty good chance that he would be. So they're kind of hoping to spread her story so that that information is put out and that's their next jumping point of what, you know, yeah. where they're going to be looking next. This is so exciting. I've been, I, we only found out about this, of course, yesterday. We just watched the Facebook Live 47 minutes ago and yeah. I've been so excited ever since. And I just love that the, like the sheriff's office now looking at the case and looking at Sharon's case, they had to go back to all of the old newspapers to get all of their information. And I was like, like us, that's too, what we did. us too, yeah, <laughs> that's the best place to go. And look, they did it. And I just, I can't wait to hear more about this DNA company and the technology that they have. Cause they yeah. were gonna talk about that during the press conference. So I wish I was there to hear it, but I'm gonna yeah. give them a The reason now. that they figured out who she was was because there is advancement in DNA technology. So they, yeah. they extracted her DNA, I think in 2018 mm-hmm. and they didn't have enough information but DNA technology continues to make strides 
And so now they're analyzing it on a much finer scale and they were able to take pieces from her family, from Sharon's family and Mm -hmm. make a match. So that is incredible. Yeah. Oh man. Well, Erin, fantastic news. Yes. Thanks for being here with us for our quick little episode four and a half. Thanks for coming and sitting with us. (laughs) Yes. Bye. Bye.